WLIRFM Hampton Bays. From around the world to around the block, this is a WABC 77 Second News Update. 77 WABC News Time is 12 o'clock. It's 49 degrees. Good morning. I'm Alex Barnard. A Princeton University student who was reported missing is now dead. Several law enforcement sources say the body of Misrach Ewuneti was found, but it's not clear where it was discovered. President Biden is thanking Britain's outgoing prime minister for her partnership on many issues. In a statement, Biden cited Liz Truss's work on making sure Russia was held accountable for its war in Ukraine. And actor Kevin Spacey is being found not liable in a $40 million civil sex abuse case. Spacey was accused of making unwanted sexual advances against actor Anthony Rapp in his New York City apartment back in 1986. Dominic Carter up next on 77 WABC. Your forecast from the Ramsey Mazda Weather Center. Overnight mostly clear, a low of 43. Later today, sunny, a high of 63. It's 49 degrees and clear outside the Midtown Manhattan studios. 77 WABC News Time is 12.01. Please join us on October 26th at 10 a.m. as we remember the life of our 77 WABC colleague Bernard McGurk with a special mass at St. Patrick's Cathedral. All are invited. For more information, head over to wabcradio.com. And if you're planning on attending, please email us at rsvp at wabcradio.com. I'm Alex Barnard. Remember, the news never stops at wabcradio.com. This Sunday, from noon to 1 p.m., he's one of America's most prominent political consultants, pollster and pundit, a best-selling author, and he's been called the most influential private citizen in America by Time magazine. In politics, you're up, you're down, nothing is final or fatal. He's Dick Morris, and this Sunday, from noon to 1 p.m., he's on 77 WABC. The Rush Hour with Bo Snurdly. They always show up for the photo op, but where is the responsibility to keep these people off the street? Why should you trust any of these people? Why should you trust Governor Hochul? Why should you trust this billionaire wolf? Why should you trust Letitia James? Why should you trust Kamala Harris? Why should you trust the FBI? Everywhere you look around, you see failure. The Rush Hour with Bo Snurdly. Weekdays at 4 p.m. on 77 WABC. Great seeing you, Dominic. You know, when people ask me what have I been doing in the city, I say, you need to talk to Dominic Carter, because you've been covering me for almost 30 years now. Nice to be with you, Dominic. I think you are really in a very, very high league. And I watch some of your competitors on, frankly, the national shows, and I say, why aren't you doing a national show? Because I really think your delivery and your questioning and your brain power is really at the highest level. So that's good. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And good morning. Good morning. Good Friday morning. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. A lot to get to this morning. Polling is trending towards Republicans and not Democrats as we head into the midterms. Polling is trending towards Republicans and not Democrats. And here is how you know. Proof. I'm going to give it to you right now. That Democrats are in trouble. 
800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. When an incumbent, when an incumbent is popular, candidates generally from all over the, the country fall all over themselves to have that popular incumbent campaign with them on their behalf, to stump on their behalf. Notice the crickets. Very few Democrats want to campaign with President Biden. Crickets. Why? You already know why. He's considered radioactive for their chance of success. And if we're going to be frank and honest about this, as we head into this midterms, he's dragging down his own party. Sure, John Fetterman, in his Senate race with Dr. Oz, campaigned with Biden just a few hours ago. But President Biden, I want you to listen to this, bristled when a reporter asked why Democratic candidates are ducking him. John Fetterman's going to appear with you today yeah. in Pennsylvania, but there haven't been that many candidates campaigning with you. Why That's are more not ca- true. There's been 15. Count. Kids count. Okay, and uh, are there going to be even more? Yeah. 15. Count, kid, count. I want you to listen again and pay close attention to the question. And it's the type of question that reporters have to ask, and it's the type of question that says to an incumbent, hey, buddy, you you are dragging your entire party down. Listen one more time. John Fetterman's going to appear with you today yeah. in Pennsylvania, but there haven't been that many candidates campaigning with you. Why That's are more not ca- true. There's been 15. Count, kid, count. Okay, and uh, are there going to be even more? Yeah. Count, kid, count. Well, in Ohio, Democratic Senate candidate uh, Congressman Tim Ryan said earlier this month, and I am quoting No, I won't be asking the president to come into campaign. First Lady Jill Biden, instead of the president, has made many stops in critical swing states. That's one story we're going to get to and dissect in just a few minutes. New York City, this information was just released a a short time ago. New York City has removed 1,500 homeless encampments under Mayor Adams. 104 people accepted help. This is according to the latest information from the city. I I think my position has been very clear on this. Uh, Get rid of them all. It's a symbol. It's a sign of the decay of the crime of the city. Get rid of all these homeless encampments. I understand advocates on behalf of the homeless, will say, no, well, the, the shelters are unsafe. What what are we going to do with them? Uh, listen, th- they got to go. City to city, coast to coast, state to state, they represent things, these encampments of all that's wrong with society. And so, uh, according to the city of New York, there are still, 128 active encampments as of uh, last month. And there seems to be a disturbing trend in politics as of late. 
And that is when you're being protested against to thumb your nose at your constituents. So video and audio of a protest um, showed demonstrators chanting that AOC has got to go. Again, you know my position on the congresswoman. I can't point to a single thing that she has accomplished, the 33-year-old congresswoman. And so they shouted her down, uh, Congresswoman Ocasio-Cortez, and she was she couldn't speak. And at what one point uh, there was a man with a drum. And instead of being upset that her own constituents for the second time in a row are shouting her down, she was sitting on the um, on the stage and started doing a dance move to the drum of the the guy that was beating the drum uh, with the protesters. Here's a little bit of what it sounded like. And at this point, AOC is sitting on the edge of the stage, and she's like rocking back and forth. This is a member of Congress to, to the beat. This is Congresswoman... Ocasio-Cortez. Something is wrong. Something is terribly wrong with that situation. Now, she later tried to reason with the angry demonstrators to get them to be quiet. Uh, Profanity was used by some of the uh, demonstrators. At one point, the lights went out, and AOC joked that she's not allowed to be in the room with the lights turned off. I think she knows how much she's despised, how much she is not liked. And I still remember one of our, I, I consider you folks my, my family. We're all family. And Hudson from the Bronx. Hudson from the Bronx calls, and sometimes um, he has discussed his wife. And, and Hudson from the Bronx, and we're about to go to your telephone calls in a second, uh, discussed what had happened to him and his wife. They were returning from, I, this happened twice to them but they were returning from a New York Mets game and they were attacked on the subway. Sound familiar? Attacked on the subway. And his wife was forced to pull out mace and it worked. The guy took off running after he slugged uh, Hudson, a regular listener to the program. So now it's happened again where a crazed strap hanger, stabbed a man who tried to defend his girlfriend on a New York City subway train. This happened on, uh, it happened as the train uh, was pulling into West 72nd Street on the Upper West Side, 11 p.m. on uh, 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 last, well, the, the victim spoke out today, and it happened on a number two train. They left in each village comedy show. And apparently this nut job liked the guy's girlfriend and got tried to get too close to her. And so the man, the 26-year-old uh, man, uh, Sammy Tovar, got in between both of them. And so the, the nut job upset that he could not uh, 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 use a pickup line on somebody else's girlfriend pulled out a... Um, 
a knife and and stabbed the 26-year-old young man uh, in his leg. The bandage is still bleeding profusely. And the only thing that saved this young man from being hurt a lot more happened to be the fact that his girlfriend pulled out some mace and maced the guy, and the guy took off running. I, I, I don't want to make the case that people should be taking matters into your own hands. I'm trying to be careful with my words. But it worked in this case. If the girlfriend did not have the mace, God only knows what would have happened uh, to this young man. Let's start with the telephone calls. 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222 to Long Island and Steve. Good morning, Steve, and welcome to the Dominic Carter Show. Good morning, Dominic. You have a great show as usual. My hat's off to you and your crew. In reference to the crime situation, the only way this is going to get resolved is we vote these people out of office, like Letitia James, Kathy Hochul, Andrea Stewart-Cousins, Carl Hasty, and there's a whole line more, okay? Steve. That's the only way this is going to happen. Steve, let me... Wait, wait, Steve, let let me just say this to you, and then you can continue. You are 1,000% correct. And I really believe, Steve, I'm going to let you finish. I really believe that people are starting to take heed to my call, that the only way you're going to wake up these pandering politicians is to vote. Please continue, Steve. You are correct. Yeah, absolutely. And I know this sounds a little off kilter, but people are going to have to carry mace and items that will enable them to protect themselves. Because the situation you just quoted, what if the guy's girlfriend didn't have mace? He got stabbed in the leg. He could have got stabbed repeatedly and killed. Yes. Okay? Yes. So you have to, you know, if you have to travel, you're going to have to have something to protect yourself. It's, It's that simple. You know, I don't know how to say it, you know, any other way. Right. This is life and death here because the politicians don't care about us. Not at all. All of a sudden, Letitia James has an epiphany. The the law was passed in April of 2019. So that's what, three and a half years ago? So now she's going to look at the bail reform law? No, she's getting her ass kicked by the competitor, Michael Henry. That's what's motivating her. So she's a total liar and a fraud. And most of the other ones are, too. Well, uh, certainly, uh, Steve, you, I, I, I wouldn't have used your exact language, but you are correct that uh, what's happening is that these pandering, phony politicians, uh, and I'm not putting a name on it for right now, but they're looking at the handwriting on the wall, and they are saying, uh-oh, th- th- this is not working the way that we thought, and it's having a boomerang effect where they are looking at being voted out of office. And you mentioned the case, Steve, and thank you for the call. You mentioned the case of uh, State Attorney General Letitia James. She's up against a relative unknown. Outraised this guy, I think, uh, 20 to 1 in terms of campaign donations. And now she's only up uh, 11% in the polls. And wait until I tell you during our uh, Carter Chronicles uh, segment, the latest poll in the uh, New York race for governor. Again, indicating that this thing is oh so close, neck and neck. To Tom in the Bronx, good morning, Tom. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. David, what keeps a lot of individuals on the street and in these encampments 
is the fact that they get more money by staying on the street than if they were in a shelter. And they, they okay. Wait, 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 like Tom. Wait, 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 Tom. When you say they get more money being on the street than than in the, sh- I don't understand what you're what you're saying. They get more money in this respect. They uh, the welfare department says, well, you can uh, you can exist on the street. You, in other words, it saves the state and city money. So, so I'm, I'm asking, wait, Tom, I'm asking you to define who is they. Are you referring to the homeless? Are you referring the to homeless, the city? Yes, yes, that's what I'm saying. Right. Okay. Well, but but the, they're on the street. How are they going to get money unless they're panhandling from people? I don't. They, I don't understand the argument. Ex, they give them extra money to stay on the street. Really, really, really. And they have to take that option away from them. That would force a lot of them into the shelters. Right. Now, now, Tom, I do have to say that I'm aware of the, uh, of the argument that the shelters are, are not safe. But, hey, maybe you can treat us Americans. Thank you for the call, Tom. Maybe you can treat us Americans the way you're treating migrants. And maybe us Americans can get an Xbox and three hot meals a day and a telephone to make international uh, calls. Maybe maybe you can treat your own the way you're treating the migrants, and then maybe, just maybe, some, not all, some may be willing to go on into the shelter system. Dominic Carter here with you, Talk Radio 77 WABC. Jimmy in Brooklyn. Good morning, Jimmy. What's on your mind? Good morning, everybody. You know, I agree a thousand percent, just like you do, that you've got to vote these crazy politicians out of office. But you know what else deters street crime? The victims have to become crazier than the perpetrator. When the, when the perpetrators start getting attacked by people defending themselves or defending others, that will put a chill into people's minds who want to go out beating the hell out of people. When Little Italy in Manhattan was Italian, there was no street crime. In front of the Hells Angels headquarters in Manhattan years ago, nobody got mugged in front of the headquarters. In front of the black Muslims headquarters in Harlem, people don't get mugged on that block. Why? Because the bad guys know there are people here that will not take it, and the perpetrator could get hurt. So we need a combination of people fighting back. I know people say, well, you can't be a vigilante. Self-defense is not vigilanteism. No law could ever deprive us of our natural-born right to defend ourselves and our family and even defend others. That combined with voting these bad, radical Marxist revolutionaries out of office, that's how you take care of that. We have to work on the kids in school. We've got to straighten the schools out so people don't grow up in trouble where they become criminals. We've got to start dealing with the mental health issues. We have to do all of that. But the first thing is the people in the street should not be fearful. When muggers get mugged in New York, things are bad. When cops get carjacked, eventually they may carjack cars, police cars. This is how bad it is. People who don't live in New York don't know how bad this stuff is. Cops getting beat up in the subways? If it ain't safe for cops who got a gun and a, some sort of billy, some sort of a blackjack thing, if it, they're not safe with a gun, how safe are we? This is real frightening. People got to get off their butt and vote these bad people out and fight back, a combination of the two. Well, Jimmy, I, I, um, I agree with your assessment, and I, I do think, I do think 
to to the WABC listener. I thank you for the call, Jimmy. I do think that your outrage is starting to be heard. I do believe that. That's the best way to rattle a politician. Whole numbers. That's the best way. And if they fear that they're going home and their career and and their platform is over, they 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 can see things crystal clear all of a sudden. Dave and Comac. Good morning, Dave. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hey, Dominic. Good morning. My, com- my comment for today is that uh, I agree 100% with what you're saying, but here's what I'm not going to do this year. I intend not to vote at all because I don't like who's running. I don't like Zelda for his abortion views, and I don't like Hopeless Hochul uh, since she uh, basically has done nothing about uh, D.A. Bragg. So, so, Dave, so you do realize you're voting for the status quo of what exists right now? With, with your stay home and not vote at No, all. no, that's the worst thing you can do, Dave. If you don't vote, you are saying that you are, you agree with these progressive politicians with crime being out of control by you not voting. That is the absolute worst thing that you can do. I can't vote for Zeldin, and I can't see myself voting for Kathleen Helpless. Okay, well, I'm just curious. Why can't you vote for Zeldin? I'm just curious. Because I don't like his views on abortion, and he wants to outlaw abortion altogether. In certain situations, abortion is a beautiful thing. Okay, so so you want things to stay the way that they are on the street in terms of crime? No, I, I think that if there was somebody that was running but independently. They, but, but, but you can't have it both ways. You can't have you can't say you want to make things better and then not vote. But I, I thank you for the call. And that is the biggest complaint, folks, that I have. People are always approaching me for a solution. And my response always is, what are you doing about the problem? Are you voting? And if you're not voting, you, you really are voting. Whether you realize it or not, you're voting for the status quo. And in this case, the status quo is to leave things the way that they are. Notice I have not even started on on uh, raising children as it relates to the bus incident in uh, Washington. No, I'm intentionally leaving that one alone this morning because I am too hot under the collar. I received the email, for example, I won't say who, Some people have real issues, folks. And the email basically said, uh, this is what I had to deal with this afternoon. Uh, Why aren't you raising quality of life issues rather than talking about crime every night? And yet that's just a dog whistle to attack black people. This is what the email said, right? And then you look at what happened in D.C. with those kids. So maybe it, Maybe if I'm stating something, maybe there's a reason why I'm doing it. So notice the the point I'm trying to make. And and I'm making a mistake because I shouldn't even acknowledge the email. Some of my friends have told me, don't acknowledge them. Don't, whatever you do, don't respond to them on the radio because that will only make them email you more in their nutty world. But I'm responding because you have kids that were acting like animals, and I have an animal in, in in mind, but I can't say it on the radio because there it'll be, oh, look at what he said. Look at what he said. 
He attacked people. Look at what he said. I have a direct animal in mind for what those kids did to that woman in D.C. on the bus. And I throw the bus driver in there as well for not not reacting. And yet you're emailing me talking about you're issuing dog whistles to attack black people. Why don't you email somebody else? If that's the way you feel, why don't you email another WABC host? Why are you wasting my time with emails like that? Oh, dog whistles. You're just giving you're just giving dog whistles to attack black people. Look at what happened on that bus in DC. If you haven't seen it, go look at the video. Go look at the video. Let's go. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Let's go to Tony in Clifton, New Jersey. Good morning, Tony. What's on your mind? Hi, my friend Dominic. You know, I have to say I'm getting so tired of hearing about how everyone is finding the abortion issue a stumbling block for voting for their candidate because we're in such a state in this country that no one believes, excuse me, in practicing safe sex. Most of our politicians on the Republican side are flexible. In extreme cases, they all try to be as flexible as they can. We understand. But why? We're, we're like a civilized country, don't we? Like, want to practice safe sex anymore? Or is that too uh, political to do? Hmm. So, Tony, um, <laughs> you're, you're, right. re- you're really going to get me in trouble now. So... Uh, wait one more time. So, because I, before I comment, I want to make sure I got this right. So, so you're stating you're tired of hearing about the abortion issue. And I mean, if you look at the Democratic ads, here's what they're saying. Abortion, abortion, abortion. They want to take away your right. And I, I'm pro-choice. But that's what all the Democratic ads are, are stating. And it's like, okay, I hear you on that. But what about the issues? What The other issues? What about crime, inflation? on and on the southern border. So now, Tony, your point is, I just want to, before I comment, I want to make sure I got this right. You're saying why not engage in safe sex? Why not try to engage in safe sex? Because there's no conversation about that anymore. Mm. Because we're Mm. too busy trying to teach the children about alternative sexual behavior. I'm just saying, you know, education goes 360. It's, it, you know, that's the way we were taught, you know. I, is- Tony, I agree with you. I agree with you. Right. I, I agree with you a thousand percent. But you know, but you know what goes on. Um, um, uh, uh, abortion. And I don't I don't want to engage. So please, folks, not not the full abortion issue today of what's right and what's wrong. Uh, you, you have a uh, uh, you have the, the the right to exercise how you feel on that issue and every other issue with the midterms coming up. But you know, and in some quarters, uh, abortion is used as birth control. And Tony, you know that's wrong. I know it's wrong, but it's the world that we live in. And when you take the abortion issue as birth control, when you take what happened on that bus in D.C., when you take what happens on the train system in New York City and you roll it all together and you come up with dysfunction where we could talk for hours, Tony, where it starts, 
often it starts in the home. Nobody wants to deal with the fact, oh, Dominic, Dominic, thank you for the call, Tony. Dominic, Dominic, you're, you're, you're focusing on these dog whistles to attack black people. Well, how are you, how are some raising your kids? Most people do a good job. Most people try their best. If if your child is one of those kids that was involved with that incident with that woman on that bus in D.C., how could you call yourself a parent? And nobody says anything. We continue to let them collect their welfare checks, their food stamps, and I'm just being honest. Now, am I saying is what I'm stating right now? Is it is it is it um is it politically correct? Absolutely not. Am I stating something that's not true? Absolutely not. Dominic, Dominic, why 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 are you focusing on crime and all you're doing is dog whistles to attack black people? That's the email that I received today. I folks, I see all your telephone calls. Dominic Carter here with you, Talk Radio 77 WABC. We haven't even gotten to the uh, Senate race as it relates to uh, Warnock and uh, Herschel Walker. Warnock has a new ad out on the issue of abortion. We're going to focus on that in a second. Also, Vice President Mike Pence, the former vice president, his interesting way in uh, answering the question on if Trump is the nominee in 2024. We have all that coming up. And when we come back, when we come back, we're going to the Bronx, Staten Island, New Jersey, Ohio, Lake George, and Queens. This is a big, rich town. I just come from the poet's part. Bright light, city life, I gotta make it. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. As we head into the midterm elections, polling shows Republicans have gained the edge as voters worry about the economy and a number of issues, crime, and down the line. Democrats need to be very careful going into the midterms. In fact, it may already be too late. We are taking your telephone calls. We're dealing with that and a number of topics. And and before I go back to the phones, uh, the Senate race in um, in Georgia, Raphael Warnock, the Democrat against Herschel Walker. Herschel Walker may pull this thing out. After this abortion controversy, he had his biggest uh, fundraising uh, uh, effort thus far. It may have, the story may have blown up in just the opposite direction of what the Democrats wanted. And so basically up until this point, Warnock has been silent on the issue. But yet, uh, he's just released an ad, and I want you uh, to hear this. I'm Raphael Warnock, and I approve this message. For you, Herschel Walker wants to ban abortion. There's no exception in my mind, like I said, I believe in life. There's not a national ban on abortion right now, and I think that's a problem. But for himself? Herschel Walker paid for an abortion for his then-girlfriend. She supported her claims with a $575 receipt from the abortion clinic. Even his own son is saying Walker is lying. Is that your signature? Uh, oh. Oh. 
Yes, that's my. And so that's the uh, the ad, and uh, this race is going to come down to the end, and it could. It's one of the races that could decide control of the U.S. Senate. Let's go back to the uh, telephone calls. Rob in the Bronx, and this is also as President Biden bristled as, as a reporter asked, why are Democrats running from him, the candidates? Good morning, Rob. What's on your mind? Yeah, about the incident that happened uh, on the bus. I just want to say that I really, really, really encourage people to look online at sheepdog.com because those are self-defense techniques. Okay, wait, Rob, wait, wait, Rob, Rob. First of all, I'm not big on callers recommending websites. That's number one. Number two, it sounds like you're in a bad speaker. Can can you pick up the phone? Or are you are you on a speaker talking to me? Is that better? Not really, but but, but please go ahead and wrap up your comment. Okay, I'm not in a rush. So I'm not going to well, just wrap well, up. Okay, my well, I, well, I'm done, I'm Rob. Doing... I'm done. I have I have a bunch of other calls. I do not have the patience nor the tolerance this morning to engage in calls like that. It was very hard to hear you. I do not like uh, callers giving out websites because I cannot verify whether or not, while I'm live on the radio, whether or not it is a legitimate uh, website. Let's go to Mike in Lake George. Good morning, Mike. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. Uh, I'll tell you what. You know what? I always use this expression, simple-minded words out of the mouths of simple-minded people like that email you got. You know what? Uh, so many things, a myriad of things to talk about. The once uh, prideful Democrats and Republicans, Biden and company taking everything. This country is going down the tubes. Im- immigration problem out of control. Okay, they're flying people in the cover of darkness into airports around the country, and they give a deaf ear and a blind eye. Oh, you know, the borders are fine. The borders are fine. Really? What a joke. You know, I don't even recognize this country anymore after what we've been through with this uh, idiotic president and his his uh, cohorts. You know, it's disgusting. Well, I I agree with you on on that, Mike, and it it makes me worry about, about where we are headed. And, you know, I, I was just uh, and again, you know, my friends that um, my friends that uh, that know this stuff real well, they, they have said to me, Dominic, whenever you get the crazy emails, don't respond to them. Don't talk about it on the radio. But I just can't believe that I'm sitting home today. Right. Minding my business. Uh, standing there with my cat, trying to watch TV, still mourning my dog, and I get an email from someone that says, oh, you're engaging in dog whistles of attacking black people. But, Mike, I, I just, at what point do people stop and look at what's going on? Don't focus on the messenger. Focus on what's going on. No, no, it's like, it's like, it's okay as long as I don't talk about it. But if I talk about it, that's the problem. And, and thank you for the go – go ahead, Mike. Go ahead. No, no, that's all right, Dom. You got people on deck. You know what? Uh, like I said last show, uh, you and Frank are a one-two combination of talk radio. A round of applause. A round of applause. Well, thank all you. Right. That's very kind right, of Dom. you to say calling from Lake George this morning. Uh, thank you very, very much. Let's see. Well, first, let me um, – 
Um, and, and you folks can reach me via email. And let me just say 99.9% of the emails are productive and positive and, and very nice. But it's always that one every now and then where it's like, does this nut have nothing else to do than to focus on me? And so I got an email from Sal, who is a uh, supporter of the program, and Sal says, uh, Hi, Dominic, I think Jimmy is correct about self-defense, but we need to remember that New York is controlled by New York Democrats. To protect their thug constituency, they might write laws making certain types of self-defense illegal. For example, hitting the thug back with a closed fist. And, folks, I I don't recommend this because you could end up dead doing this. Or using a baseball bat against a thug or a knife might be classified as assault uh, with with uh, using a deadly uh, weapon. While other states are Second Amendment states, New York is a thug amendment state. It does seem to, to be that way uh, from time to time. Let's go to Neil on Staten Island. Good morning, Neil. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominic. You know, this migrant thing has turned into a real fiasco. They try to put up tents in the Bronx, and some genius says, oh, there might flood over there. What are they worried about flooding? These people walked across a river illegally. Uh, they weren't worried about flooding when they walked through a river, took their lives in their hands, so but, a little water wouldn't hurt them if it oh, happened. But come, but come on, Neil. You're, you're, not being, you're, not being, you're not being fair. You can't put people in, in, a, in a spot where it's going to be flooded. Well, they put it in Rambler's Island. They say that's going to flood also. Every every place that they pick, they say it's going to be flooded. And then the mayor stands up and says, oh, my, my job is to make sure they have three hot meals a day and uh, and they're taken care of. I, I, I never see that. You know, you know how many commissioners this mayor has? And they they all they all say the same thing. They're, they're all – I mean, these are like conquering heroes. It's ridiculous. They're not conquering heroes. They're illegal people. But we've got to put that money towards Americans. And for what we spend in New York City, imagine what the nation is spending. We're bankrupting ourselves, Dominic. I, 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 hey, Neil, I, I agree with you on that. And it is insulting to the American taxpayer that this migrant center has Xbox and flat screen TVs. And I mean, oh, and three, 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 three hots in a cot and and phones to make international calls, all you're basically doing is you're sending a message back to these countries that that essentially says, come on down, you're welcomed here, and we're going to treat you better than we treat our own American citizens, because that is exactly what is happening. And I'm sorry, Mayor Adams, but you've got the Migrant Center on Randall's Island. You've got this shelter not far from it. Why are the homeless people in the shelter not going to get the same services that the migrants that are here illegally are going to get? And when they're right next to each other, how how can you explain that? How can you rationalize that to yourself and, and, and to a city? Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. When we come back, the Chronicles of Dominic Carter, the latest poll in the uh, race for governor of New York, and we'll have more of your telephone calls from the Bronx to Brooklyn to New Jersey and Queens. WABC. These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC. 
And yet another poll is showing Republican Lee Zeldin closing in on Governor Kathy Hochul in the race for New York governor. Zeldin is now trailing the Democrat by only six points ahead. Remember, another poll this week said four points. Another one said 11. This one says six points. And this is ahead of the uh, November 8th election. The survey USA, WHECTV out of Rochester, poll of 702 likely voters released Thursday, finds a Hochul leading Zeldin 47 to 41 with the remaining 8% undecided or backing someone else. Now, to show you how close this thing has become, the previous same exact poll released on August 23rd showed Hoku ahead by 24 points. And that was 55 to 31 for Zeldin. And this is a massive 18-point swing. Dominic Carter here with you until the uh, top of the hour on this Friday morning. And then Frank Morano will join you the other side of midnight to Albert in the Bronx. Good morning, Albert. What's on your mind? Dominic, what's up, brother? Good morning. Go right ahead. Yes, please go right ahead. Yes, please go right ahead. Beautiful. Um, So um, I'm a small business owner and, you know, I don't get too political with the, the customers that I don't have as regulars, but I try to stay away from politics and my customers that I that I don't know very well. But I do get a feel and I do hear them speak out a lot about, you know, what's going on and everything. So as a New Yorker, born and raised in the Bronx, um, I'll have customers walking in. And here's one, here's one thing that nobody's talking about. I have so many Democratic liberal customers coming in talking about, hey, I got the vaccine, however, and this is before the CDC voted 15 to hey, 0. Hey, Albert, you, co- Albert, you, you got to get to the point. I, I, I have all okay. of these calls. Go ahead. All right, so real, just really quick, I just want to say you had a caller earlier talking about that they're not going to vote and how you told them that they can't have it both ways, and you're right. So that customer, that, 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 that caller before said that they're not going to vote. That I sounds to me like he's a Democrat. So that's beautiful because most of the Democrats – that don't that are not going to vote is because they're just not happy with everything that's going on. So they're going to lose out on that. As far as these other, as far as there was mentioned before about the CDC, um, these Democrats that they don't want their kids. They got the vaccine. They don't want their kids getting vaccinated. These are customers that speak to me about this on a daily basis, saying that if this if they come out and mandate that their children have to be vaccinated. They're definitely not voting for Kathy Hochul. And so that's where they're losing more votes. So with this, this mandate that's going to come out and force their children to get vaccinated, they're well, losing votes I, but, now Albert, there. But, but I don't know why you're saying a mandate is definitely coming. But I thank you for the call. Let's go to Antonio in Deer Park. Good morning, Antonio. What's on your mind? Dominic, thank you for, for taking my call. I want to tell you that the migrants are here. And then we have our homeless here already. So we need to, um, you know, there's no stepping back for that. So until we solve this problem, we need to take care of people. I'm a humanitarian. Okay, so wait, Antonio, wait, wait. I want to make sure I got this clear. So Americans should be treated as second-class citizens that are are homeless. Wait, wait, you, you can't have it both ways. 
it, it, no. it, it sounds great to say all the right things, but we have to deal with the, the they're already, uh, the, the two shelters, the migrant and the uh, homeless shelter on Randall's Island, they're already, uh, feuding, uh, in terms of who's getting better treatment. So, yeah. so, so go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry, sir. No, go ahead, go ahead. Randall's looks like a concentration center from what I've seen on TV. And, but our, 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 um, our um, homeless are saying, hey, three square meals, three hot cots, you know, and um, uh, um, uh, um, big TVs and stuff and video games. That's great, you know. But, yeah, I don't know at what cost we're paying. But, okay, I, I believe in cheap off the border, you know, whatever this um, party has done is wrong. So, you know. Mm. But that's it. I'll take your answer. Okay. Off the air, well, so thank well, you. Antonio, I I thank you for the uh, call. My my answer to this is real simple, and I'll I'll keep saying it. And it seems like uh, President Biden. I don't know if he's doing it for political reasons now. Uh, uh, going back to the Trump, uh, one of the Trump policies. Why don't we just do what President Trump tried to do and did, was quite effective at it eh, for the large part, and just shut it down, just shut the southern border down. I mean. <sighs> And and what about the message that's going to every poor community throughout the world? That you if you can get to the border, you can seek asylum and you can come here and while you're here you can live quite nice and and you can you can try and get your working papers that will take some time, you know, down down at uh twenty six Federal Plaza. But but you know, and 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 if you don't want to stay in the shelter system that's set up for for men that are migrants, well, if you come over with your girlfriend and your child, now you get to go to the hotel in Midtown because it's a family and you got to keep the family together. And at what point do we say enough is enough? Linda on Long Island. Good morning. You're on Talk Radio seventy seven WABC. Hi, Don. I just want to say quickly, uh, the liberals are saying, if you're an American, go to hell. But everybody else come in illegally, and we'll give you everything. This is the policy of our country. And and you know there's something wrong with um, Biden and Harris. It's a joke. People are laughing at them. What you know? What kind of country is this? We never had this. You, you're, cor- you're, you're correct, Linda. As much as I don't want to say that people are laughing at the president and vice president of America, it pains me to say that. But it is true. It, it is true. And from my personal point of view, I would rather be feared the way Trump was on the world stage than be a laughing stock on the world stage. And that's that's just the way that I see it, Linda. But I thank you for your great call, as always. I started out the show talking about our friend Hudson in the Bronx, so let's do exactly that. Let's go to Hudson. Let's say good morning to Hudson. And how are you this morning, sir? Oh, Hudson, I missed the beginning of the show. That would have been great, man. I listened to it tomorrow morning. <laughs> oh, no, I just, I just told the story about um, when you uh, called up, and I think it was at the Mets game, and that you and your wife had – uh, you 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 were you were you had to deal with a mentally ill or homeless individual, and your wife 
uh, used the mace and ran the guy off. And so now we've had another situation like that where a young man went to a comedy show last night with his girlfriend. They're taking the train home. This guy likes his girlfriend. He wants to stare at her and get close to her. The guy, the victim stands in between him. The homeless guy, mentally ill guy, stabs him in his foot. But the girlfriend had something in his shin. The girlfriend had mace, and it was the yeah. mace that ran him away from the situation. Yeah, I read that. I read that this morning, and that's the that's the women stepping up, Dom. You gotta love it. <laughs> yeah, but but um, it's, but it's also dangerous at the same time. Well, it's 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 not only dangerous, and to be honest, I don't even know the rules. I'm not even sure if it's illegal. Like, if a cop catches you with that. You know, you know how it is these days. Like, you know, would, would would we get in trouble for that? I'm not even sure. Um, but the the reason I called you, you guys were talking about the homeless stuff and everything, and you know, I work in the school and stuff, and and I'm totally guilty of this sometimes, Dom, all the time. Like, see homeless people and and almost I blame them for, you know, ah, you know, with your decisions, you're this and and everything. But um, I heard someone arguing today on the station. And they were like, yeah, you know, well, you know, the American homeless are saying, why don't we get the same accommodations that these people are getting? And they're like, well, they don't deserve it because these people are on drugs. And I just got to tell to the people that are listening, I've been working in schools for a long time. Um, and to this day, there's a whole bunch of kids, um, kids man, that come in every day with the same clothes on because it's just them and their two brothers and their one little sister and their mom that live in a homeless shelter. And the mom makes sure that they get on the bus every single morning. And they come to school every single day. And the fact that Eric Adams did what he did, and he's doing it just for publicity, and he's not helping out the real people that really need help, it's disgusting. I mean, I don't like the guy already, but every single move he does is just a, a flashy, you know, look at me, look at me move, man. I'm, but uh, you know me, Dom, I'm quick, man. I love it. Have a good night, brother. Well, thank thank you, Hudson. And and you, you do make a great point, because there's no denying that this migrant issue puts Mayor Adams on an international stage. And it makes you wonder, is he doing what he's doing, rolling out the red carpet for, for good PR? While New Yorkers are, are left holding the bag. It really, really makes you wonder. Dominic Carter here with you, Talk Radio 77 WABC. I'm going to go back to your telephone calls in just one second. But first... I'm joined by Frank Marano and the other side of Midnight. Good morning to you Good on this Friday morning, morning. Dominic, TGIF. Yes. So what do you have coming up? Uh, as we do each and every Friday, we're going to do Ask Frank Anything in the first hour of the show. There's no telling what uh, what sort of questions we may get. So uh, I'm prepared for anything. At least I always think I'm prepared for anything. And then sure enough, folks are able to throw a curveball my way and I'm completely unprepared. And then in the uh, 2 o'clock hour, very excited, going to be joined by former WABC talk show host John Gambling. He's going to join us. Uh, he's in Florida now. He's retired. We're going to talk about uh, kind of all these presidential candidates that seem to be coming out of Florida, people like Trump, DeSantis, Rubio, Rick Scott, and uh, a little bit about his take on some of the issues in the news. We'll have denunciations and a few other fun stories that I'll uh, bring to f- people's attention as well. So another great show. One would hope. Anything good coming up this weekend? Well, so my wife is uh, going to be out on Long Island beginning tomorrow. So Carmine and I have the house to ourselves. We're just hoping we don't make too much of a a mess of it. (laughs) (laughs) Good luck with that. Yes, if he can come back. By the time Rachel comes back, he's got no broken bones and no bruises. I think it'll be a victory. 
Well, let's go to the telephone calls together until the top of the hour. Let's start uh, again with Michael in New Jersey. Good morning, Michael. You're talking to Frank and Dominic. Dominic, I have a question for all you Democrats out there that are listening to you. Why do you Democrats just love to import poverty from all parts of the world to our southern border? These public policies that have been imposed on us, these these property tax hiking open borders public policies are detrimental to our country. And I know why they want it. They hate this country. The walking, breathing Democrat, they're not dumb. They know who they're voting for. They just hate our country. They hate what it stands for, its culture, the great things we have done for the world that this country has brought to our planet. They just hate this country. And your perception mayor, um, Eric Adams, and the reason why I call him the perception mayor now is because he said to Chris Wallace, climbing the subway is just a perception. But it figures he would say that because he's a Democrat. Democrat hates they face reality. And you know what? Damn all you Democrats for voting them back in. And you know what? There's a chance. And I hate to say it. New York City voters, I can see that there's a big chance that they are, you know, these Democrats are dumb enough to vote back Kathy Holchow back in. I mean, vote her in, I mean, because, you know, she got there because, you know, Cuomo had to step down. And you know what? If New York City votes back in more Democrats and have Kathy Holchow lead the way, Whatever happens to you people in New York, you got what you deserved. Well, thank- second, because remember, Eric Adams was a, became mayor after all the crap that happened with de Blasio. It, it even got worse under Eric Adams. And you know it, Dominic. You well, know it. Okay, well, I, I got you, Michael. I got you. Thank you for the call. Frank, uh, he gave us a lot to chew on there. What do you think? I, I mean, I, I think even if you disagree with Democrats, the people that vote Democrat – or don't hate the country. Uh, I have uh, a lot of friends that are uh, and family members that are Democrats, and they're just as patriotic as uh, as the most conservative people that I know. So I completely disagree with that. Okay, fair enough. Uh, well, we have forty seconds left to the show. Let me try and squeeze in one more call. Max in Manhattan. Good morning, Max. You, you've got to be short. Go right ahead. Max, are you with me? Okay, Max is gone. Folks, I want you to keep it right there. To, to those of you that didn't get through, I apologize, but you can stay on or you can call Frank back. I'm passing the uh, baton to Frank Morano, the other side of midnight. You want to stay with him all night long for one of the best radio programs out there. I want you folks to have a great weekend. Be safe, and I will be back Sunday evening at midnight on Talk Radio 77 WABC. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.